And the last thing I wish to mention today is probably one of the most touching verses when it comes to a discussion between the people of Jannah, Paradise and the people of Hellfire. And we've spoken about this year in year out because it is definitely something true. Allah uses the past tense because for him it's as good as done. Subhanallah. Remember tenses and time is a creature of Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will destroy what is known as time. How? Allah knows best. But listen to the discussion. وَنَادَى أَصْحَابُ الْجَنَّةِ أَصْحَابَ النَّارِ أَنْ قَدْ وَجَدْنَا مَا وَعَدَنَا رَبُّنَا حَقَّا The people of paradise will call out to the people of hellfire. Hey, we found what we were promised by Allah to be true. فَهَلْ وَجَدْتُمْ مَا وَعَدَ رَبُّكُمْ حَقَّا so did you find what Allah promised you to be true as well? And you know what that means, right? Allah promised us you do good, you get good. And you do bad, what will happen? You obviously cannot be recompensed with goodness when you do bad. So the people of hellfire, Allah says, They will say yes, indeed, in regret, in shame. They will say yes. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has registered that discussion because it is going to happen. And there will come a time, Allah says, when the, those of hellfire will be burning such that they will call out to those in paradise. May Allah make us from among those in paradise. Say Ameen. So uh, let me give you a few examples where Islam has come in and the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have come in and they've actually saved a person from they've actually saved a person from harm. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Divorce or talaq is twice. After that, you either hold with goodness or you leave the person with goodness. So there was a time in Jahiliya, just during the pre-Islamic phase where people used to divorce their women and there was something known as an idda period, a waiting period, uh, after which they could marry again. They would actually wait for a while, just before the idda is expiring, they would take them back and say, I, I take you back, you know, raja'a which means I've taken you back into my marriage. And then they would divorce them again after some time. And just when the idda is expiring, they would say, I'm taking you back. And then they would divorce them again. And just when the idda is expiring, they would take them back playing a game with the women. So Allah says, you cannot do that. You can never do that. Talaq is only twice where you can take them back. The raja'a, the, uh, the chances for you to take back a woman is only twice. The third time, you cannot take her back. Why was this law put in place? So that the women are protected from harm because otherwise the men, those who are mischievous, would keep playing games or sometimes dirar. That's why Allah says, وَلَا تُمْسِكُوهُنَّ You know, don't hold them back with the intention of harm. That's the meaning of dirar. You see the difference dirar and dirar? So don't hold them back with the intention of harm. Uh, you know, out of enmity 
or just to get back at them or whatever it may be. And this is why when a person divorces his wife once, uh, he has a chance to reconcile within the period of Idda. If he divorces a second time, uh, they have a chance to get back, inshallah, within the period of the Idda. If he divorces a third time, they don't have a chance to get back. That's it. It's over. It's gone. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us a deep understanding. My brothers and sisters, there came a time the second year after the Hijrah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, wherein Ali ibn Abi Talib radiallahu anhu was married to the daughter of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, known as Fatima binti Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So what exactly happened? Well, when Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam asked him, O oh Ali, what do you have? You want to marry my daughter? But what do you have to give her in terms of a mahar? Now you and I would know that mahar is not a dowry in every sense of the meaning of the term dowry. It is a gift that is given from the groom to the bride. And that is something that Islam has stipulated in order for us to acknowledge the status of a woman and the fact that the male is primarily responsible for the upkeep or for looking after the women and for spending on them, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for us. Primarily the man is supposed to be the breadwinner. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us ease. So Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam knew that this man does not own a home. He's not a wealthy man. He doesn't have much, but he gave him his daughter. This is a lesson for us all. Today, when you want to get married, first thing you do is you ask the man, what do you have? What type of a job do you have? What car do you drive? Do you have a house? How much is your salary? What figure do you have? If not, we fight with the daughter and say, not this man. He's not good enough. Not realizing that our own fathers, and I'm sure those whom I'm speaking to today, our fathers or grandfathers, when they got married, they were much happier than we are. And they married those who had absolutely no house, no shoes sometime. They were just honest, upright, pious people. And they were people who the, the fathers of the girls knew that this person is so honest and so responsible that he will look after my daughter, even if he doesn't have something right now, but he's a responsible man. So they let them get married. They were happier than those in our generation who look for money prior to you getting married. So how is it? You will only be married at the age of 40, my beloved brother, because that is when you will own a house. May Allah make it easy for us to look at the lesson of Ali ibn Abi Talib radiallahu anhu. He married the daughter of the greatest of all, Fatima binti Muhammad radiallahu anha. And Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam loved his daughter so much. Do you think he would have given his daughter to someone who really had absolutely nothing? According to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ali ibn Abi Talib had a lot. He had Iman. He was an upright youngster. He grew up with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So his character and his religion were of a very, very high level, if not one of the highest. This is what is to be looked at to this day. If someone comes to marry your daughter, 
they have good character and conduct and a high level of deen, let them get married. Subhanallah, let them get married. From this we learn that those who choose to look at wealth and wealth alone and status in society and status alone, a lot of the times they doom their daughters into great depression. Yet they just want to save their names. That's why they got them married there. May Allah protect us. It's not always the case, but it is happening more often today than ever before. May Allah grant us the ability to seek guidelines from the messenger we claim to love so much. Here is he. This is what he did with Ali ibn Abi Talib. He says, Oh Ali, what do you have? He says, I have nothing. He says, Oh Ali, you have an armor. The armor that you have. What about that? He said, yes, I do have the armor. He said, well, you can sell the armor and give the amount to my daughter. So he did not say pay me for my daughter and you need to pay my, the rest of my family and bring gifts and we need to have a night before you get married that will be even bigger than the marriage itself. And we need to start celebrating in this way and that way. It was something so simple. He said, oh Ali, that is the dirah, that is the armor. I have now married you to my daughter and that will be the mahar. That will be the amount that you will give as a gift to my own daughter. They were married and they were, the ceremony was not even what we would see today. It was something that was an agreement between them. They had the witnesses that were there. Simple occasion. And this was one of the most blessed of all marriages ever. May Allah grant us ease. So listen to what Ali ibn Abi Talib did. He went out to the market to sell his armor. So Uthman ibn Affan who was married to the other daughter of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So these are now brothers-in-law, right? So he says, Oh Ali, what are you doing? He says, I'm here to sell my dirah, to sell my armor, because I am about to marry the daughter of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Fatima. Uthman was so happy. He said, can I pay you for it? What do you want? He says, I want 400 dirhams. He says, okay, no problem. Here is the 400. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us ease. He paid him a certain amount. Some say 400, some say 480 little gold coins. So that would be dinar, dinars. So what happened is he paid him the amount. And when he took the armor and Ali ibn Abi Talib radiallahu anhu took the amount, Uthman ibn Affan calls him back and says, Oh Ali, this is a gift from me to you. Here is an armor. You can have this subhanallah. So he went back with the armor and with the 400 as well, subhanallah. And he went to give it and he told Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam about what Uthman ibn Affan had done. And Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam was so delighted and so happy. Imagine these were now family members related to one another. They had big hearts. May Allah grant us ease. Today, a father will not help his own son with 400 gold coins. Believe me. Today, people who are married to two sisters might not even want to look at each other. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us ease.